Chasing in the floor. A trap from what 20 but calls are worth a million more. Sleeping, eating, smoking in this four door. We breaking night, cause you only look for sleep when you bored. Just shake it on the floor. Don't no rest on Drop it right, drop it fast. Go, she don't need no We up another level. We won't it up. We come before you. When you see us, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, John. Better see the miles when you talking to the queen. What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show, and I'm your host, Del C. Tonight, I got a special guest with me on the phone. She's a singer, writer, and rapper. She goes by the name Nim K. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Um, so I always like to start from the from the beginning. Um. When did you first start um, singing? When did you first started doing music? Uh, well, my father's a musician, so I've always been in the studio. I've always been around music. Um, but I started taking it seriously, like this type of avenue, like industry-wise, maybe about a year ago. But all through my childhood, I've been in choirs and like plays and stuff like that. So. I've been making music my whole life. <laughs> oh, so okay. So basically, yeah, you grew you grew up around music. Your father was into was doing music. Mm-hmm. Um other than that, what what type of music did you grow up listening to? Um, I mean pretty much everything. Um 
like every genre um from you know queen to earth wind and fire to like modern stuff um you know outcast like you know just all that type of stuff and then i mean the music that i feel like i listen to the most or the type of music that i think i gravitated towards the most would probably just have to be like when i grew up like that early 2000s type of music so i feel like the music i create i mean i create all types of music so i feel like it kind of reflects on the type of music i've been exposed to you know what i mean i don't really make like a one genre uh definitely not because i i hear <laughs> you do you do it all and i and i actually i actually had the pleasure of watching you um perform twice your your performances are incredible. Um, oh, you're welcome. I seen you go from singing the nice sweet songs to you know switching into rap. Like you had the like skeleton, you know, had the uh, mask on, and then you oh. got into that. <laughs> then you got into that. Um, but the vibe, your your vibe is definitely. Is definitely good, and you're, I can see that you're very, you're a versatile artist, definitely. Um, but do you remember what your first, you remember what your first performance was like? Um, my first ever performance, like, do you mean like, like this type of music that I've been doing, like my own music, or do you mean just in general? Just um, yeah, in general, in general. Yeah, I mean, my first, I think the first time I ever got on the stage, I was like two. Wow. Like, yeah, like, wow. I, I, I'm a classically trained ballerina too, so, um, like the first time I ever, the first thing I ever did, I think, was ballet, um, which is another, you know, it's dance, but you're really close to music when you're dancing, so. Oh, absolutely, goes hand so in. So, like, yeah, probably about, I was around two, two and a half, first time I ever performed, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so I've been doing this. I've been on stages like my whole life, pretty much. So I'm used to it, but I'm st- I still get a little shy. <laughs> I don't. I never. I don't see that. But you know, a different. I bet a different side comes out of you when you get on on the stage. On you yeah, know, for and you sure. do. It's like a little alter ego, kind of <laughs> like because I'm I'm really a quiet person. Like I'm super quiet, super to myself. So it's almost like when I get on stage, like. I, I'm able to kind of like open up a little bit more um but yeah I think the first like I've always been a kind of a natural like I've never like I always get like the jitters but I've always like once I'm on the stage like I've always kind of performed like do you know what I mean like how you normally would so oh absolutely yeah so it's like it's always been in me like I used to like I used to like make my family like come in the living room and like watch me perform when I was little like I'd dress up and everything so like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just love doing I love entertaining I think I think that's what it is it's like more so of the entertainment factor and being able to kind of connect with people like in a way that I normally couldn't socially so I, yeah so what is uh, yeah so um, what is your writing process like how do you how do you how do you um, choose the songs you want to write or do you listen um, to I feel like when it comes to writing, um, I, I I started writing at a really young age just because um, it helped me with, like, you know, stressors and anxiety. Like, I used to get bullied a lot in school, 
so like basically like and I and I just I I'm not like a violent person like I, right. I like yeah like I don't I I'd rather talk to somebody or you know de-escalate a situation because I don't really like confrontation. I mean obviously sometimes it's unavoidable, but right I, you know instead of you know getting mad or like bullying somebody back or instead of like you know stooping to their level, I would like go home and just like write about mm. the things that were happening in my life so I feel like now it's kind of what I do too like I mean yeah I could go in the studio and, and drop a verse like a freestyle or whatever but when I really sit down and write it's mainly like when I'm like going through something like it doesn't necessarily have to be sad it could be happy but when I'm going through like a super emotional time or I'm going through something that I can't really put into words or talk about like I use that as like a form of like therapy almost so the writing I've 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 always been a writer slash poet like even when I was younger so like it's more so like when I'm really writing it's usually about like something that's happening in my life but just writing in general like I'm just really good at it like so sometimes I don't think about it but when I'm really sitting down and like I have a writing process it's usually being taken from a current event um or you know something traumatic or something you know extremely happy or you know what I mean? like that's basically where you know my process it's not really like a step type thing but it's more so like just getting out my feelings like I have I have just journals and journals just full of lyrics that wow. I've never even put to a song so and I make my own beats, like for most of the most part. I mean, oh, some, you some do. Of the beats, okay. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a producer and engineer as well. So, um, like sometimes if I can't figure something out, like or, like most of the time the song is written before the beat is made. But like, say if I hear a beat, like then that's how I'll do it. But it, everything's super organic with me too. Like I don't like it being forced when I'm creating songs. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So it's um, your music is based off like your experience. And yeah, for sure. That's cool. Um, yeah, every song is it's really my life. Like every every piece of music I've ever created like reflects like something about me. You know, instead of dwelling in a lot of the negativity, like I just put it in my music and. Hopefully, I can connect with other people feeling the same way. Oh, you definitely. But I feel like, um, to me, that's that's like the best music when you when you're given your when you given parts of you of yourself, and people hear it, and you know, some people hear it and they can relate to it. Um, to me, yeah, to me, like that's the that's the best, like music from the heart, like your experience or. That just, I mean, that to me, that's how you connect with your, um, with your audience. Because mm-hmm, exactly. because pe- a lot of people, yeah, that's that's how a lot. I think a lot of the big artists, like, that's how that's how they. A lot of people are into what they do because of that. Um, how do you, how do you balance um, the music and work? and other um, things you got going on. I mean, it's definitely not easy, and it's definitely not for the faint of heart. Like, 
it's sometimes I mean sometimes you can't balance it like sometimes you do have to sacrifice you know something for your mental health or to take a break I think that's why I'm so balanced because like yeah it would be great to like you know like to catch every opportunity or to check in with every person or you know but sometimes you do need to step back and just kind of like take a second to yourself and like not isolate yourself because sometimes that's not healthy but right like I think that's how I balance things is I know when I need to take a break I know when my body is telling me hey you're pushing yourself a little too hard because if you're not if you burn yourself out like you can't do any of these things and you know what I mean so it's like I, I think like the best way about like that I balance myself out is being able to say no to stuff like yeah I would love to you know accept every performance offer and I would love to go to every single event I'm invited to or you know but and even at work like yeah I would I would love to always take on every you know opportunity um but at the same time you have to like think about what's good for you and if it's supposed to be there for you it'll be waiting you know down the road so that's how I try to look at it that's how I try to stay balanced is you know make the priorities that are priorities put those first and get that stuff done so I don't have to worry about everything else you know but work definitely comes first I mean they're super flexible at work um they do know what I do and um oh that's cool yeah, as long because I, I I'm a framer, so most of the people that I work with, um, they're artists too in some type of way. They're some type of creative, so we all kind of understand. Um, so it's kind of it kind of comes down to you know just being honest, or you know also like um, giving yourself time, like and preparing for things too. That helps me stay balanced is being punctual, preparing, um, and just you know giving myself the time to kind of you know take a second to get my head right so that I can manage all these things because I do manage myself so that makes it a little harder to like I'm not there's not someone to remind me or someone to like kind of keep me on the ball so I gotta make sure that I'm good so that I can do everything to the best of my ability wow now um if you weren't into, if you weren't um, doing music, and um, what else? What else would you be interested in doing? Maybe I shouldn't take away the music because that's in you. You know, I don't want to take. Um, would there, you know, besides the music, something else you're into? Because your fashion style is also incredible too. <laughs> like, Thank you. oh, you're welcome. Um, would you see yourself? being a designer or something like that or starting a clothing line actually yeah that is something that like I do want to do in the future um because I mean most of my clothes like yeah like like I buy them at a regular store like everybody else but like I put special touches on my clothes so like I could buy something off the rack the same as everybody else but it's gonna always be different just because I like to add personal touches and like I I do like make clothes as well like some of my stuff is custom so like I think like once I kind of balance everything out like where I really know where I'm going with stuff or you know what I mean like I think taking like one thing at a time but in the future I would definitely love to you know have a clothing line or you know because especially like you know growing up like 
like I, I things weren't really inclusive because I do have a thicker body build so like I've always kind of had to customize clothes and stuff like that or kind of just be creative so I can kind of stay in style because I do have like you know a curvy body so right. it's like so I think like you know being able to like create a clothing line that's like body positive and like you know like let people know like you know you can wear you can you can wear whatever you want you can have your own style because i wasn't always praised for my fashion sense you know like in school like right i was always wearing something different or i was always because like i didn't have like my family we didn't have the money to buy like you know mainstream stuff mm-hmm. and so people can be I, jerks <laughs> yeah, and more so <laughs> right yeah so i was always just like kind of just like wearing whatever I wanted to wear or you know like given that freedom to do that like I didn't really care for what everyone else had because it's like yeah like that's what the, uh, everyone has Uggs but like why would I want to wear what everyone else is wearing exactly you know? <laughs> so I've always stayed true to myself but yeah like that, that's something I definitely would look into um in the future I think right now it'd be a lot to take on, but I have been getting into like modeling and stuff. So yes. hopefully like okay. I can get connected with somebody who like, you know, has a better handle on, you know, how to get that started. Maybe I can connect with them and because I, I don't even know where to start when it comes to that type of stuff. Oh, I think I, you know what? I can, I can definitely talk to a few people and I know you shout out to Guy Legacy. He he has connections with all type of people. So, um, yeah, that I mean that definitely would be that definitely would be good for you when you have the time to get into that because, like you said, there's different shapes and sizes of women, exactly. and and people need to realize that. And it's coming out, and it's all it's all coming together. But I think that that would be. A beautiful thing if you are able to to put that to you know come out with something like a clothing line like that or um something for every type of women to wear exactly super inclusive because i mean i feel like after the pandemic um and like i mean not to get racy but i feel like um that that website only fans i think it like um it kind of exposed the fact that um just because beauty is conventional or there's like a beauty standard like a normal beauty standard doesn't mean that's what everyone's into Mm -hmm. clearly (laughs) yeah it's like it's more so i think people are like now starting to like not care as much when it comes to like you know who they find attractive and things like that so it's like exactly i just feel like everyone should feel good in their in their body in their own skin absolutely so it's like you know it'd be nice like because sometimes it's like limited what you can go and get and you know what i'm saying so it's like Mm -hmm. i think it'd be cool for you know people you know that have all different shapes and sizes being thought of you know it's not a cookie cutter you know like hemline or whatever and someone can wear something that someone else is wearing that has a completely different shape than them than them and still feel comfortable and beautiful i think everyone deserves to feel good you know what i mean like no I, absolutely i, I agree with you society tells us that only like a select few people should like feel good about themselves i think that's weird it is weird because and, and then it's really <laughs> and then it's not realistic is it it's not realistic and those people aren't even really happy either. no that's they're the not no they're not they're, they're the not miserable people <laughs> it's, i know i'm happy i choose happy every day so i'm just like absolutely. i just don't understand 
if you're living this perfect life or whatever, how could you be, you know, miserable? But you know, that's a job. <laughs> that's a job for them to be uh, perfect by by their by the industry standard or whoever, right? That's that's exactly. that's stressful. You know, why not be yourself? Why not be happy with your size or who you are? And you know, that's why I I look at people like um. Uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name right now. Um, she's a singer. Hmm. I wouldn't scissor. Okay, her. But there's another one. There's another one. Look, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I love her. That I love is her so much. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because she is one of the people. Like you know what? This is who I am. Accept me for who I am, and or you know. Take yeah, it. I mean, she can, she can, she can move around, and she has. She could do, do it all. Than a lot of these other people that, because I talk about fitness and all, like exactly. You know, she, she's capable of doing so much, and I've seen so many like bigger women, like more confident, because I feel like of her influence. So definitely, if, you know, if I could do that for people, like that would be amazing. You know, it would be would feel you know like worthy of being able to you know wear a bathing suit and go outside and. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm-hmm. normal people would would feel like they should be able to do. I, no, I believe that you definitely can pull it off. Cause, like I said, I'm like, every time the, the times that I seen you, you came out there in your in your style. I'm telling you, I'm just like, wow. How did she put? But now I see you put that together yourself. That's like, yeah. Like everyone asks me if I have a stylist, and I'm like, no. Like I just, I see. I, I could see something and, and on top of that too like I don't like to break the bank either so right. like if I see something on a rack and it you know it looks cute and like it's 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 like on sale or whatever like I'll just grab it sometimes and like later down the road like I'll put it with something or but I'd be grabbing just pieces and like kind of putting them together or like layering things or just kind of envisioning things in a different way so it's like you know, I definitely do take my time and I do think things out. Like, so it, it, it's something I definitely am passionate about. Like the way that I do present myself when I go outside, like, yeah, right. I don't, I don't right. get dressed up every day. I mean, I, I'm a framer. When I go to work, I pretty much wear like leggings and, and right. hoodies. Right. So, but even then, like, I want to look good. You know what I mean? Like, no, right. I, I got like, you. I definitely take pride because I feel like if you feel that you look good, you know, you feel like you can kind of feel better. Exactly. Even if you're not having the best day, like if you feel good about yourself or good about your outfit, like I feel like it helps, you know, with anything else that you're going through. Absolutely. Because um, to me, it's all into your state when when your stage presence is everything. But how you come out is like you're already like on that superstar status. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't, I don't know. I watch, you know, I watch a lot of performers and, and, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from them, but I'm, it's when you're interacting with the crowd and you're doing stuff like everything, all of that comes together. Like, I'm like, because it, I'm like, who's this? Like, I'm like, who is this artist? Cause you, I mean, you're not only singing and rapping, but it's also how you're coming out there you know, how you present yourself as a whole. You know, that's why I had definitely had to ask that question. Um, but um, have you ever thought of getting into acting? Yeah, I've thought about it. Um, I've thought about it. Um, I've 
or anything. That's funny because I actually was talking to one of my friends about that the other day. And, like, I, I mean, I think it would be cool, but, like, at the same time, I don't know, like, if I could mentally handle that. Taking on, like, because I've, I've been so, like, authentically myself my whole life. Mm-hmm. So I think pretending to be somebody else might mess with me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, pretending to right. be a character, like, I don't know if I could do, because it's like, it's funny, because it's like, people do say, like, oh, well, on stage, you're so different than you are in real life, and it's like, well, if you really knew me, you'd know that I'm not, it's really not, that I'm just really, like, like private, like, a really private person. Right. So, but acting, I don't know, like, uh, people, people keep asking me that question, and, like, I don't know, I just maybe you never know it might if it if it i feel like if the opportunities ever presented to me then right yeah but i don't think it's something that like i would be like yeah i'm gonna go to this casting <laughs> call or, right because uh, i've never really been like i mean i did plays and i did musicals like when i was younger right but i don't think i've ever been interested in like the acting aspect or like the character aspect because like i'm always just me no matter what i do so I think it might be difficult, but at the same time, you never know. I'll try anything once. Hmm. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, even if you didn't want to get into the acting part, you could always be behind the scenes directing. Would you consider doing something like that? Yeah, actually, um, both of my music videos, I mean... I have one music video out now. Um, I should be having one out soon, but I've directed both of those. So. so I have to definitely check those out. And I didn't get a chance to, you know, I didn't get a chance to ask you that because I was, I was more, I, at the time I was like the music I got to hear because, you know, and thank you for sending those where we talk about that. Um, so I will definitely try to post, I'll definitely try to post, uh, now you, it's going by, um, obviously them k right mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm, I'm gonna post those those videos up you're talking about um so people can see them um but what is your um is those some of the uh singles singles or are, are these on these songs on your latest project um well i actually don't, i don't have any projects out yet um, mm-hmm. I actually have just two singles out. Um, I'm trying to shoot for having a project out, but before the end of the year or like the beginning of next year. Um, but I'm not, I don't believe that any of these songs will be on like my first EP. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be included in like projects, like, you know, later, just like kind of added on there as like a track, like right. it's already out as a single, but, um, that I feel like, you know, for this, for my first project, I'm probably going to have all new songs. Um, but, um, yeah, these are just kind of the singles I, cause I, a lot of these songs I made like prior. So like a lot of these songs are actually a few years old that I've released. I just never released any of my music. Mm-hmm. So I have, I do have like a lot of unreleased music and stuff like that. So like the singles that are out now are just like, part of some of the unreleased music that I have well I mean that it's always good to re- do that because it's it may be old to you but it's new to us you exactly. know it's new to us and 
a lot of people I'm sure is is interested in if they haven't already heard them um and and you know sometimes it's just better to get people prepared like this is what you're gonna you know this is what you can expect and more you know to give people you know it's something that I heard um Russ say this artist like you should put out a single first before you put out um a whole project let people you know give people a chance to um you know get to know you as the artist you know i feel like that it's in it i feel like there's so many people too that like would like go against that but like i believe that i believe that like people need to get to know you like people need to kind of understand what what you represent when you do come through the i feel like that's another thing too i really focus on branding and i focus on you know like how i want to be perceived like what i want my brand to stand for and like i feel like like dropping singles here and there kind of like because you notice i don't really i'm not really vulgar i don't really like go nope, that not at the, all the route of talking about my my body in, in, a, in a you know subjective way or do you know what i mean so like right like I yeah. feel like that's kind of like I want people to understand like this is the type of music I make like yeah like you could probably dance to some of my songs but like I'm not gonna get on the ground and start twerking or no I'm not because I don't like I'm not I mean I, I get paid you know for most of my show opportunities but like I clearly I don't get paid enough to be doing all that so, <laughs> so you know what I mean I, I, I mean I can dance but like I definitely don't get paid enough to doing all that and you know so I just feel like you know like that's a different you know bracket and right. plus on top of that like I, I do want to be a role model too like you know what I mean I don't right. want to you know I have I have nep- I have nephews so I need to be you know an example for them you know because it's like you know all these women nowadays they like you know they don't walk around with too much class or too much self-confidence I feel like right so I feel like that's why I kind of try to make sure I'm covered up or I try to make sure that like, you know, my lyrics are a certain way. So I feel like that's kind of my introduction is showing people all the things I can do without being vulgar or without, you know, taking my clothes off or stuff like that. Like it's, you know, because the people are more focused on the music that way. Exactly. Because that's that. I mean, that's that's what I see. That's that's what I see. I mean, you don't you don't need to do all that. I don't know why people, I don't, I don't know why, you know, one particular performer got criticized for that. Um, and, um, that, that I, I don't know what was, I'm like, I had to ask that question. You know, I said, am I at a, are we at a performance or are we at a strip club? Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, what is this? Like, this is your you're you know you make people think that that is your only talent like i don't want to i don't want to see all that and like you said what example are you setting for the the people you know the kids that look up to you the youth is our future so we need to guide them and we need to make sure that they know you know what's acceptable and what's not i mean people and then and then i think it bothers me too because it's like no one should be shamed for what they choose to do with their body. Right. But at the end of the day, you can't expect people to have, you know, to have, you know, this mindset of you if all you've ever showed them is this vulgarity. I mean, if, 
if that's all you're showing people and that's all you're presenting, that's what people are going to assume it comes with your name. So it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, no one should be judged for that. But like, where, when do we, when do we stop, you know, like, when do we, when do we stop, you know, trying to, to, um, be nice or to avoid hurting someone's feelings without, you know, basically telling them the truth, you know, like, it's like, yeah, you might be this, this and that, but we don't know that because you're not presenting that. Because, yeah, I could get on Instagram right now and I could twerk and and get a bunch of followers and a bunch of views that way, you know, subjecting myself to the internet. But then at the end of the day, it's like, what do I have after that? Like, what's next? Once you've shown someone everything, like, what could you... Friends, what are those? I do not have any. If it were my last, I'd share you my penny. Stupid bitch, thought she was wearing the pennies. If your mans can't trust you, tell me who can he? Back in the day, we was faded off brandy. And your bitch with the braids, she was singing like brandy. I took it. Bunch of babies with candy. Roll, 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 rolling off tongue. Nin, 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 she some candy. My nigga, my nigga. Those were the days, slamming and slanging and making them plays. I'm God's child, but I'm stuck in my ways. Crime they ain't see, only one they get paid. Nigga, my nigga, lost some on the way. Trust me, oh trust me, it wasn't in vain. Life is a game, it is meant to be played. But when you the boss, you win anyway. Hurry, yo, bitch, got a daddy. Bust a quick lick for the family. The Lord's my shepherd, I'm a black sheep. Pretty light skin, need some raw me. Psych, my baby, give me dog me. Hell no, nigga, we cannot link. Stupid little bitch, where my money? Who you talking to? Cause it's not me. Life of a G of an OG, baby. Life of a G of an OG, crazy. <laughs> I pray in these mean streets Trust me, we make it huggy Lock the door to keep the demons out My mind been through much trauma I wanna scream and shout You start to panic once you reach a certain age Cause that's when you start to think about your last days I rock a pair of sweats to go along with my cold face The 80 weights is kicking but I like that slower pace My fan base starts here and reaches out of space Starts with heavy movement With the ride with me, you gotta know how to pick up the pace You feel me when I'm not around That's what happens when you make a strong first impression I know how to change the mood without no expression Got the soul of a veteran, but the looks of a freshman Who don't need no guessman? The pen got that structure Ladies love the bull, she treat my features like a sculpture We don't play with these cats Deep in like acupuncture Tell me what the fuck is that, yeah Hurry yo, bitch, got a daddy Bust a quick lick for the family The Lord's my shepherd, I'm a black sheep Pretty light skin, need some raw me. Psych, my baby, give me dog me. Hell no, nigga, we cannot link Stupid little bitch, where my money? Who you talking to, cause it's not me
respected than to be, you know, like famous just because, you know, like, because that's appealing. You know, at first, like, those type of girls, they definitely do get more attention. Because I remember when I first started trying to take this seriously, it was like, oh, you don't dance, you don't do this. No, I don't. Like, and I, if you have a problem with that, like, <laughs> I hope you don't, because this is my performance. Like, right. this is my 10 to 15 minutes of whatever. Like, you don't get to dictate what I'm... So, like, Thank I, you. I, yes. So, I got, I got shit for, for that at the beginning anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for being... It's like, oh, like, why you always have a jacket on? Oh, take your coat off. Oh, this... Don't tell me what to do. Exactly. Like, this is, what, like, this is how I feel comfortable. And it already takes a lot for an artist to get up there and share. Yes, it's not, it's, anyway, it's not easy. So it's like, think, having to think about all this other stuff. It's like, no, like, it's like, I, I, I'll put on a show, but like, this is how I put on my show. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing what everyone else is doing. And but, I'm okay with that. But see, your shows are so classy. I can take my mother to the sh- I can take my mother to your show I can take my daughters to my show to your show my ne- my niece because it's you are like I said you are in that different class where I can like you can come on after a Patti LaBelle or come on after somebody like that and it'll be like you know I just just a little example you know and you can come out and do your thing because the the focus is on like I said the fashion. I I like your fashion. I love your fashion style. But you also sing. You are a performer. You are an artist, yeah, and that is it. Being a good singer and actually being an artist, and I think that's another topic too that people aren't too happy about right now because there are a lot of people singing covers, and yeah, they sing a great mm-hmm. a great classic. But can you make a song and make it stick and make people want right. to sing it? Right. That's a big difference being an artist and being a classically trained singer. Like exactly. those are the same thing, and there's no soul in that when you're always thinking about technique. And because me, I yeah, I was in choirs and stuff, but I never got voice lessons or anything. It's just like a a God given talent that I have and a passion for music that I have. So it's like you know that's another another topic too. Is like it's like between recording artists entertainers like there's a big difference like sometimes you those things don't go hand in hand no they don't it's because you record well in a studio doesn't mean that you can get on a stage and mm. get that crap get, get the crowd to pay attention to you respect what you're doing and like that there's a big difference between that energy and the energy you can create in a studio so i feel like there's uh, there's levels to it too like which i've gotten a lot more comfortable on stage i mean i feel like the times you've seen me perform Yes. I was a lot more comfortable, but I wasn't always that comfortable on stage. Like it takes, you just got to go out there and do it too. So you have to, um, consistent, consistency is, 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 a you know, practice, practice too. (laughs) practice, make purpose. You got to know all those words. That's another thing. I, I, I'm a little disappointed sometimes when I do go see someone perform and I love their music and then they don't even sing it or they don't even rap it. And it's like, what did we come here for? I could have just went, I've been at my house and played your music. Ooh, I've heard this. Yes, I've heard I've heard this before. Um, a lot of people are disappointed because of that. Yeah, it's like, do you, do you even know the words to your own song? Like, that it makes me. That's what makes me wonder. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I say every single word. Like, even if there is a backtrack on a song. I'm literally going to say every word. Like, no, yeah, you know, that, yeah, if exactly. If that mic is turned off, you'll know. You, <laughs> you, you, know you I mean? so it's, right. 
you're going to make them feel it. You're going to make them feel what you're saying, whether you have the backtrack. See, if you're see, that's another thing, too. If they're going to like you said, they, they need to know their words. If you're going to do that, you got to be able to because the DJ, you know how the DJs work. Sometimes they'll stop it. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, yeah and, and that's happened to me before, and you know that's when people have noticed. They're like, "Oh, she's actually singing. Yeah, that's actually her voice." And it's like, yeah, like for the longest time, everyone thought I used auto tune. Like people kept asking me what studio I was going to, and I'm like, "That's me. Like, there's no plugins or there's nothing added to that. That's my voice." Like, exactly. so it's kind of like you know, it it adds. I feel like it adds quality to your performance when people can believe you. I think that's another point. Right. You know, getting people, getting fans and getting people on your side to support you is when they can believe in you. And you have to believe in yourself too. So it's like, I just feel like so many people are selling themselves short because they want to be a, a, like a rap superstar, but it's like, they don't realize all the things that go, it's not a glamorous, like this industry really isn't as glamorous. No, as it's not. It's really not. Same thing today. It's a lot of blood, sweat and tears. It for years until you finally make it and then people are like oh he got famous overnight it's like no it's been a decade <laughs> of this man exactly. or this woman grinding and and showing everyone their craft and perfecting it to get to a point where they've worked where they've worked so hard and like that's another thing too like i don't think i've ever worked i've worked this hard in my life like on anything mm-hmm. like when i decided to take it seriously i was like you got to go big or go home you know what mm-hmm. i mean you a lot of sacrifices you. behind this a lot of sacrifices a lot of times where i've had to you know stay in or be like hey yeah guys i can't go out or i can't do this because i, I have to go home and rest and make sure i'm good for the next day or i have to send emails or you know what i mean like there's so much on the back end of everything too so it's like you know, and, and then, you know, sometimes you being prepared and going somewhere just to be there might give you another opportunity for something else, like just being in the room. So it's very important to, you know, take care and make sure that you're really going all out because just you being in a room could change your life. For real. That's that's facts. Um, No, this is why I, I watch these documents. I mean, people need to watch those to see that you don't become a star overnight. If you watch the driven and stuff like that and see there's always they're always gonna show you that it's you know it takes years and years and years before you really get on. It does. Um Are you open to work? I know you're right now you're you're focusing on you as the artist um there was something that just came up on the post and i was like yeah that would be dope um but are you open to work with other artists on on um project i know you probably worked with other artists anyways right uh, as far as the music yeah i love i love collaborating because it challenges me and i think it challenges the artist too because like when when I work with other artists, like I want to get the best out of them. Like, yes, yes. I, I want I want them to want to like you know wipe me on a track. Like I want that energy. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm I, I'm gonna wipe anybody that's coming after me. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, it's like I like that energy. I feel like it pushes you when you work with another artist because then you get to see like oh wait like this isn't the only way to do this or oh that's how you do that or 
like are just meshing with your vibe with somebody else's you know can inspire other music it can inspire other things so yeah i definitely i'm as long as i'm being respected like mm-hmm. and i'm you know that's like that's all i ask of other artists is just to respect me and my time and stuff like that but other than that i mean i love collaborating with other artists because i like i said at the beginning i'm i am so versatile so sometimes it's like i'm meshing with someone who sometimes isn't and because i am versatile and i can match their level sometimes it pushes them to match mine too so it's like i i love collaborating because i think that my best some I, a lot of people tell me that i should just like I shouldn't collaborate as much and I don't know why but I love collaborating I love capturing someone else's sound and like really expanding on it or like having them go as hard as they can and I I do I I love working I love working with the community too like I love the music community and I love pushing people and and inspiring others and you know and getting inspired because I do believe that like the community is getting stronger and I love that like how supportive everyone's been the past few years I feel like that wasn't always the case no it wasn't so, so <laughs> it I'll was da- not I'll, I'm always down to work with someone that's you know about what they're saying they're about and respectful you know I'll work with anybody you know obviously if something doesn't click I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit there and you know just do something with someone just because they want me to like if i get there and i'm not feeling it i'm gonna be honest i'm not gonna waste anybody's time you right know what I mean? right but at the end because at the end of the day this is a business like if i don't feel like like something is good for me like i might suggest hey this person might be better a better fit or this or whatever but like for the most part yeah i'm always down to work because I feel like the artists that are coming out, they are, are they are all of such quality too, but especially the artists that I like get to see or the artists that I'm closer with. So right. yeah, always down to work. That's cool. Um, because there, there was a talk real quick, you know, and everybody's, you know, the female, the whole like a whole like a whole female show. I haven't, I don't think I've seen anything like that. Um, I mean, it's happened. I'm not going to say it hasn't happened, but to continue seeing something like that will bring in, I'm talking like performance wise, every, you know, even collab with the music too, like doing a whole uh, show showcase with all females, you know, that that's that's always awesome. We always kill it. I gotta now see I have to I have to be there to see that I have to I definitely because I I was one of the first I was one of the ones that was like that would be dope because I see artists like you I see artists like I see a few people you know that's you know they come with it the rapper whether they singing you know it's I think this yeah I I gotta definitely check it out if whenever whenever y'all do that yeah I know that um um, I don't know if you know Pillsbury. Um, he um, has he owns Dreamstar Studios. Wow. He's having, he's having a ladies first. Um, like it's a it's a all female showcase, but he's having a ladies first um, mm. show in August. I'm not sure where it's gonna be yet, but um, around August he's gonna have that. So keep an eye out for that. And if you know anybody that wants to be a part of it, he's taking submissions now. So um, if you know any females that 
or if anyone, you know, wants to be a part of it, um, you can hit him up and talk to him about it. He's very open about, you know, getting new artists on his shows. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely let them know. Definitely let them know. Um, when they, so when is your, when is your next show, um, coming up? Uh, my next show is on Friday. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. My <laughs> next show is on Sunday, the 18th. It's oh. a pretty, it, it's an intimate show. It's, um, for, um, Kaz, um, for Kaz's birthday party. It's going to be at Hustle Killer in Malden tomorrow. Wow. Um, but it's just a few of us performing, super intimate. Um, but then after that, um, the 23rd, Friday at Mango's, um, Talk of the Towns having their two-year anniversary, mm. um, of their, you know, of their business, their establishment, you know, their collective, um, so I'll be performing at that, that's definitely a, a there's gonna be a lot of Boston legends in the building that night, so it's definitely something you don't want to miss, I mean, if you, if anyone here, you or anybody is interested in, you know, connecting, networking with a lot of, like, just great Boston, not just artists, but just moguls, or it's gonna be a night to remember for sure. Definitely, so, if I can make it out there, I definitely, I definitely will. I definitely yeah, will. Yeah, that's gonna be a night because there's, I think Yana, um, a, um, Yana Bean, um, wow, he's gonna be in the building. Um, like just a lot of, you know what I mean? A lot of people are, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I think Exit Fame's performing. Okay, um, cool. I know, I, I know about Exit Fame. Yeah, there's just gonna be a ton of. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be. There's a, there's a party bus. There's four four spots left. If anyone is interested. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it, yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna. And I'm so happy for them too. You know me. I'm so happy for Talk of the Town. Um, I've oh come, yeah. Come to, I've come to be really close with them and their mm-hmm. network. So they're the real deal. Like they really put on for the community as well. It's not just you know about music. Oh, they definitely, bring, definitely. They bring the community out, and it's always safe. There's never an issue. There's never any violence. Um, yeah, some people have disagreements, but it, there's never been any violence. And they bring the whole whole blue collab out everywhere. They, you know, they, they pretty much brought all of Boston to Lowell, and they bring Boston to Providence. So, And there's never any altercations or anything. So, you know, I'm really proud of them, you know, for doing stuff the right way and and really, you know, making an impact in the community as well as the music community. Yes, yeah, shout out to Talk of the Town Production, everybody over there. Um, yeah, I'm hearing a lot. I'm hearing a lot about them, and um, I think I, I, I know some of the know some of the people over there. Um, so yeah, this. I, I hopefully I should be able to make it. Um, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. There's a gr- a lot of great performers, a lot of you know just just a star-studded community of people coming together to just celebrate, you know, the future of what bo- the Boston scene. And I just feel like so many good things have been happening in Boston. Like just even the, all the the black-owned restaurants and, and oh clubs, yeah, definitely. Is, you know, between between Hugh Fett, um, you know, I mean Savor has always kind of they were ahead of the game, but you know what I mean? Like just all these places being, you know, you know, but the revitalization of Boston, you know what I mean? I feel like between the music scene, you know, and everything else that's happening, I feel like we're kind of getting back to before all the gentrification and everything. And I think we need, you know, like basically us, you know, I'm taking off this initiative on ourselves being so young. 
I feel like we are the new leaders. You know what I mean? So like, oh, you definitely the, are. A lot of the OGs have been supporting us too. You know, having conversations and and mentoring us and teaching us and guiding us. So I think something special is really happening in Boston, and I'm super excited for it. Yeah, speaking of that, def- well, definitely. That, I'm glad that there that some of the the um, OGs or whatever are, are, you know, reaching out to y'all. Um. So do you um do you know terminology personally? Um. Does yes, did, I do. did did he um? Because I seen you know I've I've seen that on you know. As a doing what I do, I gotta check out everything, you know. And I seen yeah. that. Um, has he given you any advice on stuff? He said good things about you on on the, you know. I was looking at the little clip or whatever. So he he definitely mentioned your name. What your your name was mentioned in the conversation. Um, what advice did he give you on how this industry is or, or, or whatever, you know, if you don't mind. I mean, I don't think it's more so advice. It's more so mm-hmm. um, inviting me to spaces mm. where, I, where I can see him work. Wow. And I and I see what he does. Like, it's not more so like him telling me what to do. Mm, hands, he leads, by, he leads right. by example. I like, like that. He's a very calculated. That's why he, you know, he's still so relevant. And right. still so respected because he, he is a very like very very well thought out person mm. he's not impulsive like i mean yeah everyone can, can you know be ran by emotions or whatever but right. he just seems like such a collected thoughtful person mm-hmm. and like i if anything his actions have taught me more than anything he could ever tell me wow because of the way he conducts himself the way that he does business um the way that he plans things out um, and how he does lend, he, he reaches down and lends a helping hand to anyone that he sees fit. He's not really like the type to, you know, to, you know, to not help somebody like he'll help what, however he can. And, you know, I see it happen all the time where he puts so many people on, you know, and it's just, it's their job to kind of, you know, do with whatever, with the opportunity he's given them. And that's what I mean, I've done for sure. I mean, he's definitely helped me a lot, like, when it comes to, you know, kind of gaining the cred- credentials in a way, because someone's co- co-signing me in a way that right. people respect. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's like we just formed our own, like, connection over time um, because he just kept seeing me, like, being, you know, consistent and just kept getting me my flowers. And I'm like, that's how I want to be when I, you know reach that level where I want to you know you know be so secure in myself because I feel like there are some some older people who don't give the flowers because you know they're bent and stuck on whatever was before right but he's one of those he's one of those older you know entities that definitely understands the new school it understands that he also needs the new school you know to go wherever he's going Exactly. You know I mean? So, and he's in very embracing about that. And yeah, from from what I've seen, like his actions speak volumes, and that's what I pay attention to. I pay attention to how he moves, and I pay attention to how he navigates, and that's been, you know, definitely an eye opener for me. But um, I do sometimes um, 
kind of like just tell him what I'm up to and like he'll weigh in on like if I am upset about how you know a promoter is treating me or something like he does give me insight on how to kind of avoid those things or how to uh, uh, you know assert yourself in a way where you're not you know blowing things out of proportion and you are keeping those connections I think that's the biggest thing I've learned from him is that because he's not impulsive he is able to hold on to relationships because mm. of like the way he navigates like he chooses his he chooses his battles wisely so i think that's i think the most important thing i've taken from him mm. is keeping those business connections open because at the end of the day it's business it's not personal oh yeah def- definitely that's what is <laughs> why they say it's the music business i don't think some people pay attention to that part but i think more people are now they're realizing that that's what this is you know you can have your fun but realize that this is a business so that's cool that's cool that's good to hear that about um terminology because yeah he's definitely one of my favorites when it comes I to like around him too. oh that's good yeah there are some men in the industry that I don't feel I mean I'm not going to say any names no you don't have to you don't have to I understand but (laughs) but I mean like he's one of the like few I feel like I felt extremely comfortable around and he really does you know the whole good dad gang like he really does live that out like if anything weird is going on or he feels like there's a space where he did invite me to that's not you know going to be safe for me like he will you know, like take a breather and be like, "Hey guys, let's just wait. Let's just wait to go in that room, or like let's wait." And you know what I mean? Like right. he never, I, he never puts me in a situation or a space where I feel uncomfortable. Or so like that's another thing too. Like I always do feel really safe and comfortable in his presence, even around his his people. Oh, that's good. That's good. I mean, that's very important because it's this. Still, I feel it's still a battle with you know, how women are treated in this exactly. industry. So, but for you, for you to say that, that's good that the, he's, that he's like that brother, you know, that father, exactly. you know. Yeah, I've never felt, I've never felt like the connection wasn't platonic, like at all. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I've never felt like anyone's preying on me. And I have felt like that at times where, and I will remove myself. I don't care what kind of opportunity someone has to offer if I if I feel uncomfortable or I have to think about my morals to even accept the offer I just don't feel like it's for me right yeah I'm, I'm that type yes. of person <laughs> I feel <laughs> right <laughs> no I understand that just like they yeah, say all my, yeah my, that's how my father raised <laughs> me you know like, no, he's no. like yeah that's a little if, that, if it's sketchy you walk away <laughs> he was he was right he was right about that because if it feels that way chances are it is just like they said, every money is not good money. Every connection is not good either. Exactly. But to, to, you know, depending who the person is. Um, where do you see yourself in the next five years? I know this is like, uh, you know, that question. <laughs> but um, I, well, I mean, next five years, because I'm like, I think I'm like halfway through my five-year plan now. Mm-hmm. So... I think in the next like two two and a half three years I, I definitely see myself you know um using this to create opportunities for other people as well 
and not just myself but I think the next five years in general I do see myself like kind of being like making this you know because right now like I'm just performing and stuff like that but I want to create different avenues you know like I want to start you know maybe you know creating some type of studio or a place where other people can you know because this this didn't happen like like we've been saying this didn't happen overnight you know like I there were so many years where I had to get comfortable I had to learn all the stuff I know now so I think you know creating an opportunity or creating a space where people can also learn or can also understand like all the opportunities that do come with music like it's not just music and performing like there are so many other you know opportunities to be had so I just kind of want to create something you know for the city and for people to kind of you know be able to be creative or have these opportunities because I feel like there's not enough opportunities to be creative nowadays I feel like that's the first thing that gets cut so I just feel like in the future yeah I would love to be you know, like an artist full time. I'm not sure if that's going to happen in the next five years, mm-hmm. but you know, that would be awesome. But you know, on a on a different level of something I can control completely, because I feel like you know, becoming a super like a like a national or global superstar, like that's kind of one in a million. And I'm not saying that that couldn't happen to me, but I feel like as far as the five years goes, I'm definitely trying to create more opportunities, more inspiration, and like more community within the music community if that makes sense yeah it does it does it makes plenty of plenty, plenty of sense it does um, i love my city you know what i mean like i love boston like people keep telling me like yeah i have performed other states mm-hmm. but like i want i want to i want to stay here you know what i mean i want to i feel like wow people too mm. many people like they leave so mm. quickly and, and it's like i want the city behind my back like i feel like I can't win anywhere else if I don't have the city behind me. And I respect this place so much because, I mean, it, it, it's no, I don't feel like any, there's nowhere else like New England. Like, I've been so many places in the world, and it's like, I just think it's special to be from this place. And I just feel like it, I want to make opportunities here, and I want to, I want people to understand you don't have to go somewhere else to be here unless unless you've done something that we're not aware of and right that's the only reason why someone would <laughs> right. have to go somewhere else it's it's just this thing with a lot of people uh, okay we're thinking outside the box okay we're, we're going we're touring in other cities but is oh you, you're doing whatever in the other cities but sometimes it's no place like home like some people would rather stay in boston um yeah, I love I love it here. Like I I I love being from here. Like mm-hmm. I ha- I just take so much pride in it. And you know, like my, I mean, my father's from Roxbury, and my mother's from wow. The okay. Montana. You know what I mean? Like so, like I, and I'm and I'm I was raised in the North Shore. I mean, how much more in New England does it get than that? Exactly. <laughs> you can't. You, know you can't. So it's like this. This is all I know. Like you know what I mean? Like when it comes down to it. So it's like I just I want I want to bring something here. Like I want. I want everyone here to feel, I don't want people to feel like they got to go up all these other places to catch the magic or, you know, I want to create something here for people. So I think the next five years, like if I'm not already doing it, that's what I'm going to be doing. That would definitely be great. We need that. People talk about 
Yes, that's that, that's great. People talk about the market in here and stuff like that, but but when they when most get it, they they go out. But I see that a lot of people that it's not a lot, but a few people are coming back here, giving back because we need that. Exactly. One, you know, I feel like once you get once you get what you get, then. Um, you help the other person out, then they get it, then they pass it on to the other part. Because uh, there's so many people that leave, and then they they're they're gone for so long. It's like they're not even like they're not even in touch with what's happening here. No. Nope. And then they use the Boston thing, and I think that's why so many people get hate that aren't like literally from Boston. Right. When they do go somewhere else and rep Boston, or someone says Boston Zone, because it's like they're not involved in the community. They're not doing anything to help anyone out. And their only excuse is, oh, nobody believed in me or nobody supported me. Well, no one has to. Like, you have right. to make people believe. You know what I mean? That can't be your sob story on why you support mm. California or why you support Miami or New York, but you don't support Boston artists. I think it's a, I think it's a pride thing and a jealousy thing. And I think it's like, oh, well, it wasn't easy for me, so why should I make it easy for the next person? See, that's, that that's messed up. So it's so whack, you know, like yeah. I'd rather the next generation not have to go through all this, the, the BS that I've had to go through in my life, just as a woman in general, like I want it to be easier for the next generation to do anything that they put their mind to. And I want to create resources. And it's like for someone to, to, to be like, oh, well, no one did it for me. So I'm not going to do it for nobody else. Or oh, like, I just feel like that's just weird. It is like, weird. Why and not? And then you can't even show your face anywhere because half the half the people who really know you don't like you because you're not. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. it's like that's why you're not getting the love because like the people who don't really know you. It's like I think that's the the, the issue with Boston too. Is like there's a lot of people who you know they do stuff and they don't realize there's consequences or they don't realize that you know later on like that might come up. So that's why I always try to be kind and tread lightly and follow my intuition and my morals because you never know like what like somehow you treat someone today could affect you tomorrow too. Absolutely. Um, I, I try to treat everyone with respect and and you know be kind. No, that goes that go, definitely goes a long way. And um, I've never heard it. To be honest with you, I've never heard it broken down the way you just broke it down you know everybody i know i get it everybody's gonna have their opinion on that but this is this some of these things that you're saying right now is is true but nobody really talks about that part yeah it's like it's like it's it's like it's like everyone wants to sit here and be mad about this or be mad about that it's like it's like come on like like let's be real like we all know like we all know like deep down like what the reason for most things are but we all just try to pretend like we don't and i feel like that's the biggest issue is like everyone just not using their brains and asking way too many questions it's like just think about it for a second and <laughs> you wouldn't really you wouldn't really have to ask all those questions hmm. all the answers are right there like that's why i take everything for face value if someone needs to tell me something afterwards and whatever but 
when I see, I see it how I, I, I call it how I see it, you know, at the end of the day. Um, I take things for face value and I don't try to act like they're something they're not or to, you know, build right. something up. Like, I just kind of look at something, I observe it, I take it for what it is and I move on. <laughs> I try right. to be as logical as possible. I think about it and I'm not going to hold you up too long. Um, is why does, why do, um, a lot of now see once you make it right i mean because people because people said i had to go to another city to make it you know so once you make it why don't you come back because a lot of people from new york they might have to go to different cities or whatever to get discovered or whatever or whatever wherever they at exact that's my whole point they go back why don't so it's because they can these people these other people you know, like, once you live out in California for two, three years, are you really from Boston anymore? Mm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, when you come back here, it's like everything's foreign. So I feel like it's kind of like, when they do come back here, they're so used to be treating, so they're so used to be treated a certain way in these other places, that when they come back here, it's almost like they're, like, they don't understand, like, why people, like, don't gravitate towards them or don't want to give them their flowers and it's like because like like they they act so hollywood after i think that's what mm. it is. Like, like it's like massachusetts is very small it like, is if, if you're anybody who's anyone in massachusetts everyone's gonna know you all the way to worcester all the way from worcester to gloucester like right. people will know who you are so if people don't have a good a good like people don't hear good things about you or people always hear that you're stuck up or they hear that you know you're rude or why would anybody want to be around you if you you come back here and instead of you know being happy to be here and and going you know downtown or 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 doing a video shoot you know a downtown crossing or something like or something like that you even getting the kids involved or having like a backpack Mm. like back to school thing or I don't see any of that stuff happening like you know what I mean it's like why you know, you're just coming back here to go to the to go to the Celtics game but you're not you know mm. <laughs> coming, back, coming back here to give back to the school that you went to or to talk to the kids or or to you know be like well look at look, look what I'm doing now and like I started where you're at like I just feel like that doesn't there's not like and I feel like another thing too is like it's a cultural thing too. I feel like, like, um, like the black community is just a lot stronger in a, in a lot of other places. I don't feel like it's a, it's a, it's as strong here. I feel like it's it's gaining momentum, right? And it's getting stronger. You're right, but though. <laughs> there's a lot of like I go all these other places and they have such tight knit black communities, and they don't we don't have that as much here. I mean, you figure all the people who live in you know downtown boston are foreign they come from other places our schools half of our school our our schools and our doctors like when it comes to the colleges and stuff like all those kids are foreign exchange students like not a lot of them are from here so it's like when you think about boston it's like this huge melting pot of people coming from everywhere but the people here aren't you know have it don't have access to those opportunities they don't so it's like i feel like sometimes it's the lack of community and the lack of somebody you know somebody just trying to get out of here or somebody taking the easy way and they've burned so many people on the way out that when they come back it's like 
everyone has a sour taste in their mouth because this person was doing anything and everything to get to the top. And we know that because we know what they did. So it's like when they come back, it's kind of like, oh, like, you mean it's like, (laughs) I'm telling you, nobody, I'm telling you, right. I'm I'm not going to cut you off because this is something that you do not hear. We don't, I'm telling you, you are the first to really break it down like this. I've heard the other side, you know, about Boston not showing love and this and that, but I've never heard why certain things occur, why certain things happen the way they do. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, like I said in the, in the, in earlier, I'm not going to name names, but there's definitely a few artists that have come from Boston that I know personally, and they're not very nice people. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, right. they're not, I mean, I don't know if it's because of what's happened to them. You know what I mean? I don't know their story. Right. But I know that when I have, you know, tried to give them compliments or even tried to be like, oh, well, you know, I see you out here doing your thing, just looking at me like, who, the, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. all right, I guess I won't ever do that again. Well, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? right. Like, like, why, <laughs> if you're going to act like that, why'd you even come home? Go back. Go back exactly. to California. <laughs> exactly. I can tell you some stories on that too. Why I don't that's why I do not like I don't mess with every every Boston artist because of stuff like that. They do get Hollywood, unfortunately, where they think they're too good, like too cool for school or whatever you want to say. They do get in there like that. And I'm like, I always say something like this. Like defense like mechanism. Yeah, yeah. I always say don't let your your ego be bigger than your success because it, I'm, I don't like yeah, we can have it gone tomorrow yeah yeah you know, I, I live I live for the moment I don't you know I live in the moment like but I try to just be I try to be a good person in general right makes no sense to be bitter you got you yeah you got to me I felt like you got don't be a fool but be humble like you said there's yeah. certain people you can't yeah. trust but be humble because you never know like if you're doing that if they're treating you like that like look I'm like you can be a fan still you could be like somebody that looks up to them and now they just killed that but I heard but I heard um Method Man say that about somebody an artist you know that was in New York or whatever that he looked up to and he was treated a certain way so he said I'll never treat somebody like that how I was treated because I looked up to him, this person, and they just gave me the cold shoulder. Like, they don't understand. Because you're, like, genuinely happy for somebody, and you're, you know, you're, like, and I understand, you know, some celebrities don't want to be bothered. Right. But if someone's come up to you and they're just like, you know, you know, yeah, you're you're doing your thing, like, congratulations. I'll be happy. Yeah, just, I mean, just saying thank you and, like, moving about your day, I mean, is, a, I think, an appropriate response. Right. <laughs> Instead of giving someone a scowl. Like, right. I feel like that's, that, I feel like it takes way more energy to do that than it does to say thank you. Exactly. So. That would make my day if somebody came up to me and said, hey, you the guy that do this, or you the guy, yeah, that's me. Like, I'll be happy. I'll be happy that somebody even acknowledged me, somebody listened, somebody, you know, but I don't know. Some people just get when I feel like when you get to that point, it, it's, it's, it can only go from bad. It can only go downhill at that point when you think yeah, you're too. If you're already like that. You know, like 
I've always been taught to be humble and to treat everyone with respect. Like, that's just how my family raised me. Right. You know, I, I, I'll essentially, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give anyone respect as long as I feel like they deserve it. If they don't deserve my respect, I just don't bother. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't make a big deal out of anything. There's no beef, but I just stay away from that person. So it's like, I just think that it's like, there's so many ways you could go about it. Even if you don't want to be approached or there's so many other ways to go about it. But I feel like putting someone down definitely isn't the way. So I just feel like it's, it just takes too much energy. So I just feel like it's intentional or there's bitterness behind those interactions that are negative. I, I, <laughs> I listen, this... <laughs> I'm enjoying this 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 interview. I'm telling you, because you you really breaking stuff down that I've interviewed a lot of people, you know, but nobody's really broke the Boston thing down like that the way you have, you know. And I feel where they're coming from too on certain things, but absolutely. But I know that I can go anywhere in Massachusetts. I can go anywhere in New England, and I'll be okay. Like even if someone, even if someone doesn't like me even if someone has, you know, a problem with me, even if someone said I can't come in, like, uh, that's not happening. Like, <laughs> anywhere <laughs> I go, like, I'm, I'm, I, there's no reason to not like me, so it's like, I don't ever have that issue where I'm going somewhere. Yeah, there are people who, who try to, you know, act a certain way, or, but it's like, I, I'm gonna go and do whatever I want, because this is my, this is where I'm from. So it's like, you know what I mean? I just feel like that's another thing, too. Like, there's no there's no issue when I go anywhere. So it's like, cause I've earned, I feel like I've earned my stripes. Like there's not like a lot of people too that haven't really earned their stripes. Right. So I feel like sometimes they're, they don't understand. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta do, you, you gotta do your time or you gotta do like your, you know what I mean? Like to understand right. how this all works. Like, you know what I mean? I've, I've been in, I've been in like the, the scene since I was probably like 11 or 12. So like, now at this point like I've kind of already gone through all that that BS and I've decided to not make you know because I there are people or things that have happened but I'm not going to be bitter because of it you know I feel like that's another mm-hmm. thing from the, this side of people is like the people who do you know are on, on the other side of that you know I feel like they are like that because some stuff did happen to them they are mad about it they are bitter about it but I just feel like to to put everyone put the whole Boston in that category because of one incident I just feel like that's not fair no it's definitely not fair because then people don't want to approach you people don't want to you know they lose interest in you because they're like oh the world's going to get around like you said that person's stuck up or that person's think that you know better than everybody you know and in some cases it, it turns to it turns violent you know, where somebody's getting robbed or shot up and, you know, I'm not making excuses for that behavior, but I'm like, once, once, you know, the streets don't got love for nobody. Right. So if they see you and you're walking around like that, like you're, you know, that could create a problem that could create a problem too. It's it's like one thing, it's one thing to spread love, but it's just as equally important to be able to accept it. And I think that's something that I've come, mm. I've, I've kind of learned to do over the years. Cause I, I was one of those people that was, extre- I used to be extremely unapproachable. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm somewhat approachable now. I'm not mm. as, cause I have a lot of social anxiety, but 
I think accepting love isn't as easy as giving it sometimes. Right. And I feel like that's another thing, too, is a lot of people, they're afraid to accept love because of things that have happened to them in the past or, you know, they're afraid to, to pour into another artist or pour into another person because they have been done you know, greasy because I have. You know what I mean? I mean trying to support another artist. Or mm-hmm. Sometimes it is traumatic. You know, like the things that do happen to you. So I do understand it from both sides. Right. For sure. Right. Absolutely. Well, we definitely got to tell people where to to find your music, to listen to your music at. So give them the plug, like where. To- yeah. There are, my, um, all my singles are on all streaming platforms, um, including SoundCloud. So basically anywhere that plays music, you can just look up Nim K and all my music should show up. N-I-M space K dot. Okay. We're going to wrap this up because l- let me tell you, I like to thank you for your time, first of all. Well, yeah, of course. Um, this was supposed to happen. Yeah, I look back, right? This was supposed to happen in January. I'm like, wow. Lot, but it finally happened. happened. Yeah, I'm glad it happened. Me too. I'm super, I'm super happy. <laughs> um, do you, yes, yes, definitely. Uh, do you have any shout outs you want to give before we close? Um, I want to give a shout out to um, Crispy Picks. That's my guy. Yeah, he, he's been really, you know, doing his thing lately. Um, Ariana Rose, um, she's a, also a big part of my, you know, mm. my okay. connection with, with Term because she did speak so highly of me before we even met. So, wow. Um, and um, I, Nami, my girl Nami, um, she promotes um, at Hava on Thursdays and um, Venue on Fridays. Um, but she's also a musical artist on the rise. Um, so those are I think the three people and then you know just all the collectives doing their thing out here you know all the people you know in my circle doing their thing you know who you are um, yeah just everybody that um, I'm connected with in general just congratulations because we're, we're, I think we're making history right now you know like 10 years from now there's going to be like a, a documentary on how the Boston music scene oh changed definitely <laughs> I can't wait to see that when it when it comes I can't wait to see it. But yeah, um, and shout out to you. Thank you so much. You oh, know, you're welcome. The, the interview, the platform, and for all the things, you know, all the, you know, the platforms that you keep alive for, you know, artists in the local scene. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I got so much love for y'all, man. So, I mean, anytime, anytime y'all say y'all in, I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely, because people need to know y'all story. People need to know, you know, and that that's you know this is for you know this is for the culture. We do have a culture, Kanye West. We have a culture. <laughs> I gotta say that. Um, definitely do. But yes, definitely. But I like to thank you. Thank you as well. Nim K, everybody. Plug it one more time for them before we go. Oh, wait, what did you say? Sorry. <laughs> no, I was saying plug your music one more time. Oh, Way yeah, to yeah. listen to it. On Australian platforms, and I am space K dot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from her. Nim K. And this is Del C from the new Del C show. And we're out, y'all.